Welcome to the Bank First Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. And we have a good show lined up for you today and a chance to talk about Northwest Community College on another Thursday morning. We'll do so. Closing out the show at about 10, and we'll get you back. How are we doing? It's 9.07. Gary Darby in the Super Talk North Mississippi Studios. You know the ways to be a part of the program if you would like. 662-426-1093 to text message in. On Twitter at GDARB65, the Facebook page, North Mississippi Spotlight with Gary Darby. Our program today, we will have the alumnus of the year, Sterling Withers, on with us next. After we talk to Mr. Withers, we will talk to CTE career counselor T. Andrea Jones. We'll be talking about the lineman program, the utility lineman program, also the commercial truck driving program, and other things with T. Andrea coming up at 9.30. And then when we're done with that, we'll get into Northwest Athletics, football, soccer, volleyball. We have playoffs for those two sports. And the Northwest football team playing in the afternoon, by the way, in Goodman at 3 o'clock. I'll remind you of that as we get in the back end of the program. We'll talk things in the CTE world, the career technical education world, with career counselor T. Andrea Jones. And then we will do things with the alumnus of the year, Sterling Withers, next. He's going to join us. We'll talk about how he got to Northwest, spent the time there, what it meant, and how it still means to him at this point in life. It is the Bank First Ranger Hour, a Thursday, October 26, 2023 edition. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College and powered by Bank First. Thanks for joining us on the Bank First Ranger Hour. Join the conversation now by texting 662-426-1093. And as I told you, to begin the program coming up, we will have Teandria Jones. She works in the CTE, the Career Technical Programs, a career counselor. We're going to talk about what's going on in the utility lineman programs and the commercial truck driving programs. We have sports we need to get to. Uh, but I've already had a great conversation, and this is this typically happens you know, when you, when you do these radio shows, some of the best things when we're not actually on the air uh, and talking, but we're going to bring in the Northwest Alumnus of the Year. Mr. Sterling Withers is with us. How you doing, sir? Good good day, Gary. Yeah. You know, I tell people all the time, I, you know, and because you know, we were talking about all different kinds of things before we get on, and I do this with every guest, and sometimes some of the best answers and questions and things that we do, people don't get to hear, but I'm excited to get a chance to introduce you to those that that may not have been and saw you as you were, you know, announced as the alumnus of the year to find out a little bit about you. So if you don't mind, where did you grow up and, and how did you eventually get to and when were you at Northwest Community College? Well, I, I grew up in the Delta, uh, a little community called Lake Harmon. It's on Highway 61 between, you know, just below the state line. My daddy was a cotton farmer and uh, grew up on a on a cotton farm and uh, um, 
we although I was in lived in DeSoto County, we you know the Delta people kind of graduate um, gravitated towards Tunica. My daddy went to school in Tunica, and we would uh, seem to be always going there for different things, and uh, end up going to uh, uh, junior high. Well, went to Lake Harmon Elementary. It went to the eighth grade back in those days, and and then you had to go somewhere else. And so we went to Tunica. A lot of boys and and girls and um, Lake Harmon end up going to Tunica. And, uh, or we had to have our own transportation. They wouldn't send a bus up there for us. So, <laughs> uh, a couple of the farmers bought a couple, bought everybody a vehicle and we had a nine passenger station wagon that we would put 11 people in it every morning. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, and going to Tunica. And then I eventually, um, went to Hernando for my senior year and that was a good experience. Those guys were really, guys and girls were really nice to me. And you eventually got to Northwest Community College, and I did at the time. Uh, um, went to Northwest. My brother, one of my older brothers, had gone to state, and one of my my next to the oldest brother was uh, was at Northwest at the time. So, it, and he commuted, so they he would just drop me off in Hernando and 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 go to Northwest and pick me back up when coming home. So that's how you know. Uh, eventually. Uh, uh, went to Northwest, and I got there in 1966. You know, we all, and I went to, to Northwest, worked at Northwest now, late in my radio career, getting to host this one-hour show, get to talk about people that made a difference to us at Northwest Community College. And in reading a little bit about you, you mentioned Dr. Jack Butts, and I know a lot of the people that, that have been around Northwest will remember him. When I got to Northwest, Dr. Butts was still doing things and, and involved in Northwest Community College, and he was just a superior man, a great guy. Can you tell us what he meant to you and your experience at Northwest? Oh, for sure. You know, uh, like I say, I went there from 60, uh, 66 to 69, and uh, it took me, I took an extra year, but I was, uh, you know, like I say, I wasn't letting my books get in the way of my college <laughs> education, but... Uh, uh, Doctor Butts, you know it was it was such a um, a tight knit group. Gary, we about knew everybody, you know, on campus. It went, I think it might have been fifteen hundred students at the most at the time. But uh, you know, Jack, uh, Mister Butts was uh, wasn't Doctor Butts then. I think we right. call him Mister Butts. Uh, you know, he took a, <laughs> he, he he sent word for me to come see him one day, and uh, I was in my second year and kind of, you know, fitting to finish up whatever I was doing, and and uh, he called me in the office, and he said, Boog, he said, uh, are you planning on graduating? And I said, well, I, I would like to, Mr. Butt. <laughs> he said, well, uh, I've been looking at your transcript, so I didn't know, I didn't, I mean, he knew who I was, I knew who he was, but he had took an interest, and, I, and he probably did this for a lot of people. He said, well, I've been looking at your transcript, and if you will do take this, 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 and this, and and go to class and and do your work. I'll get you out of here. So uh, he put me on a path to graduation. I mean, he did what he said he was going to do. And of course, you know, I told him, I said, "Now, Doctor Butt, uh, Mister Butt, I'll I'll do that, but you got to get me in those classes because you remember, Gary, we used to have to stand in line. That's right. Oh yeah, and the class would close out right before you got there, mm, sir." 
Yes. And then you have to start all over. Go find somebody else or go find a teacher that you didn't want or was harder than you wanted to do, you know. But uh, he lined all that up for me. And like I say, I'm sure, very sure that he, I wasn't the only one he did that for. He just, you know, he was just that kind of guy. Absolutely. I think when I ran into him, he was over the Oxford Center, the Oxford Lafayette Center at the time. And I was taking a class or two at night and got to know him, and of course then working at, at the school as well. You you have then gotten into the catfish industry since. You, you talked about growing up on, on a farm where a lot of us did in North Mississippi. What got you into that business? What drew you there? Well, you know, after I left Northwest, I was drafted in the Army, and then um, when I came home, I uh, um, went just... It kind of got home out of the Army in October, and school was already in. But anyway, then I went to the uh, to the oil patch, as we mm. called it. I worked offshore until I could get back in school. I decided I better get back in school. Uh, you know, I growing up on the farm, I, uh, by that time, my daddy had, had gotten farm, and basically we had lost the farm. Uh, it, times were hard back in the late 60s for, for farmers. And uh, but I just wanted to be around it, and in the in the, the I thought the best way to to be on the farm without being a, without having land to farm would be uh, ag economics. Uh, I saw the chemical reps and stuff like that, and that's what I kind of went back to wanted to do. But things changed. I I um, um when I graduated, I got an interview with. Uh, Farms. That's Nelson Bunker Hunt, a Texas uh, millionaire, billionaire, and uh, they hired me on as assistant farm manager, and uh, got back into that. And then I went after two years with them. I went out on my own in the cattle business. Uh, I rented uh, about twelve miles of levee down here in Tunica, the Mississippi River levee, which which looks like. You know, beautiful grazing ground when it's green, but it has its problems with fencing and everything. And then the uh, the cattle business was kind of tough too. But uh, then I saw an article in Delta Farm Press where people were making good money in the catfish business. And if I was going to work that hard, I wanted to make some money. So I had an opportunity to uh, rent some ponds, and I wasn't scared about new things. I'd done a lot, you know. So uh, being something new, I figured that. If they can learn it, I can learn it. So, anyway, and that's what I got into and then been in it ever since. We're talking with Mr. Sterling Withers. Now, I know you mentioned your nickname there, too. Uh, I, um, how did that come about? Oh, Lord, who knows? <laughs> uh, my daddy used to, uh, he had a nickname for everybody in mind, just happened to be Boog, and, you know, it Booger, and then it got shortened to Boog. So, that's, that's, wasn't no sense in trying to change it because some people don't even know my name. Sure. Well, that brings up the family part of it where I wanted to get. You mentioned your dad, but your whole family uh, has been obviously important to you throughout all of these treks and places that you've gone, and you've got a scholarship and an endowment and the family name. Um, can, can you kind of talk about your family a little bit and how much that's meant to you and, and, and all of this throughout the Northwest process also? Oh, sure. Uh, you know, family means everything. Uh um, you know, I, I really and truly, uh, I, I met my wife at Mississippi State. Um, I, did, I knew who she was when we were in Tunica. She's a Tunica girl, but 
I was um, five years older than, than she was. So I really, you know, that's a big difference in high school. But when you get to college, everything kind of melting pot and, you know, it just it doesn't make that much of a difference. But uh, um, she is, uh, as we say over here, I'm married above my, my race. And so <laughs> she's, she's the best move I made. But, uh, yeah, family is uh, we have Sarah Whitten and, and, and Tom and Myra. And all of them have, have done a stint at Northwest in summer school. And uh, Sarah Whitten lives right there in San Antonio, but her and her. Her husband, her husband's a contractor, and uh, and um, and she and they bought the paint store there in San Antonio, the Benjamin Moore store. Yeah. Tom uh, followed in my footsteps. If he did what he uh, went to school for, uh, he went to Mississippi State and majored in ag econ, and and came out and hooked on with a chemical company and been with them ever since, and has done well. And Myra, my little wild child as we called her uh <laughs> went two years in mississippi state and then went to uh she always had a, a singing voice and uh, she was a good singer and she sang in church and sang in other places and uh she went to nashville for a couple of years to make it into country music business and um she had a talent for writing but um we supported that venture for a couple of years and finally her mother and i had to Go up there and, and just break the news to her that she wasn't going to be discovered. Didn't look like so. We need to get back in school. So she went to uh, MTSU and got her um, a degree. And uh, and she's uh, all my children. I'm proud to say are productive, taxpaying citizens. That's the best way to put it. Absolutely. And and because of all of this, with the beginning that you had there at Northwest. You, you've been really involved in the foundation and different things and helping to raise money and to do things uh, for the school. So if you don't mind, before I let you go, can you talk about that a little bit, what Northwest has meant to you, and, and then what, when you found out they were giving you this award as the alumnus of the year, what did you think about that? Overwhelmed to a point of why, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just doing what, what you know, board members are supposed to do. Uh, but uh, the way the the foundation came about was, uh, like I said, I said in an article one time. My banker asked me; he knew I was uh, Mike Bourne. Uh, he was uh, alumni president at the time, and he asked me what I consider, you know, doing a couple on the board for Northwest. And uh, um, so I said, well, you know, when your banker asks you to do something, you <laughs> you got to entertain it. You may not do it, but you got to entertain it anyway. So anyway, uh, Sybil Cannon came over mm -hmm. and, uh, we went to lunch and, uh, um, I don't know how you invite Hill Sybil. No, very few people do. I know that. So, uh, but anyway, I asked her to let me see the, who was on the board. And, uh, it was just, um, like say a who's who of North Mississippi in my eyes. And I would been, you know, proud and honored to be a part of that of that board and and the other thing is um you know uh Sybil said I'm the only person that she's ever you know offered the uh spot to that said well I had to go talking over with my wife <laughs> well I did because I I, uh, I asked Lizbeth do you think I need another non-paying job because I was on several boards and committees at the time and you can get bogged down in that stuff you know 
but she she knew how I felt about Northwest, and <coughs> she told me that uh, if, if I should certainly entertain it, and if it was offered, you know, it'd be my decision. But she was all for it, so um, that's how I came on board. And you know, after I got on, you know, when Northwest, when I was there, Gary, it, it had technical stuff and all that, but it it just amazed me at how much that school had grown and. You know, Dr. Coon, Dr. Haraway, Dr. Spears, and, and Dr. Heigl is such a visionary. Yes. I mean, he's, he's way out ahead of the game, and uh, you got to keep up with him, you know. So uh, I just learned out how much it did and how important it was to the 13 counties that we serve. And, you know, just uh, I know technical people. I wonder in all this student loan uh, chaos that we that I've president has brought up i don't i don't imagine tech school people have a hard time paying back their student loan i agree i agree you know because they come out and they got a job that's right and, and and they work hard and it's these colleges these liberal arts schools and and ivy league schools that uh, you know they come out they got a high education but they don't have a job or they got a social worker's job or a liberal arts job that doesn't pay what they need to pay. Our next guest, we're actually going to talk about the utility lineman program and, you know, then the commercial truck drivers and boy, the, the career technical part of things has really exploded with Northwest. You're right about all of those men that you mentioned that have been the presidents and the leaders of the school. My time there, I was on your plan as well. I went an extra semester uh, at, at, <laughs> at, at Northwest in the early 80s. Uh, and then worked there and done radio there. It is amazing to see the growth for the Sinatobia campus, for the DeSoto campus. They have things in Olive Branch. What's going on at I-55 is amazing with the concourse in Batesville. It is a, it's a great place. Uh, it's helped many of us out in North Mississippi, and it has been a true pleasure to talk with you uh, about yourself, about your time there, and I want to congratulate you on being the alumnus of the year and Thank you for your service, too, when you did that during the time. And maybe we can catch up again and chat about something because I honestly could continue this for the next 30 minutes of the program. But if, if, I, if I don't talk about those other things, I might get in trouble with Dr. Dale and the rest of the guys there on the Northwest campus, you know? <laughs> well, let's keep Dr. Dale happy. He's a good guy. We don't want to lose him. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Mr. Withers, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. All right. Enjoy doing it. That's the alumnus of the year, Mr. Sterling Withers, with us, talking about uh, his time at Northwest, what it meant. Great conversation there. It's 9.30. We pause, and we'll get into those career technical discussions with Teandria Jones, who joins us next. Thanks for listening to the Bank First Ranger Hour, your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Supertalk Mississippi 93.7 and streaming live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. All right, thanks, friends, for being a part of our Bank First Ranger Hour today, still to go. Uh, we'll get into a lot of different things with athletics that's happening around. Uh, we're, we're working towards playoffs and a lot of things, and we'll get into those and discuss them at the back end of the program. But now we're going to talk to a friend for the first time, 
CTE career counselor and new member of the Ranger Hour. Andrea Jones is with us. How you doing, ma'am? I am wonderful. Thank you for asking, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. So first-timers have to kind of tell a story about themselves, so to speak, uh, where, where you, you, you grew up and how you got to Northwest Community College. So can you lead us the highway and the path that got you here to be a CTE career counselor with Northwest? Now that pathway may have a lot of crooks and turns. <laughs> um, uh, I am kind of from everywhere in North Mississippi. I attended school in Calhoun County. I graduated from a small high school in Chickasaw County. Um, went to Ole Miss. And I majored in psychology, went on to get my master's degree there in counselor education. I've worked at North Mississippi Regional Center, loved the mental health field, and I kind of wanted to support students. So I worked in the K-12 area as a school counselor for about eight years, and I wanted to try something new. And Northwest gave me the opportunity to come on as a CTE career counselor in June of last year. And I've been hitting the ground running, and I've loved every minute of it. All right. In fairness, we had a little conversation prior to getting on here, people, and she mentioned that small school in Chickasaw County. Give its name and the fact that we have now not one graduate of that high school, but there are a couple of you in and around the Northwest area. Yes. So the name of that high school is Hulka. Um, one of my very dear friends, Dr. Laquita Parker, she also graduated from Hulk High School, and she's our director of trio uh, student support services here at Northwest. Did did her being there, or you know, things like that, help you when you said you wanted a little change, and the Northwest gave you that possibility? The fact that you knew someone already at the school uh, did did that help, or did that factor in any way? I definitely think it helps when you know someone who loves their job and they advocate for where they work. That definitely played a part in my decision to say, hey, I, I kind of want to give that a try. If there's someone I trust who I know they love what they do, surely I can love it too. Well, and we had that conversation too, right, that obviously for me this is not a job. I mean, it is, right? It's sometimes a little more time-consuming than others I can get with a pair of headphones and, and talk just about anything. You obviously have found something that you like and love to do, and that's going to lead us into these programs we're talking about because there are men, there are women out there that are looking for different things, maybe a change in something that they love to do. And let's start with the utility line program and some thoughts on that. So our utility line worker program is probably one of our most popular programs. Uh, it's kind of one of our best-kept secrets. A lot of people don't really know that we offer that program, um, but it is a perfect opportunity for individuals who love to be outside, they love to work with their hands, um, and they like climbing, actually. You have to not be afraid of heights to kind of do this program. But that program is offered at our Olive Branch location. It's a 16-week program or one-semester program where they meet five days a week. They will earn a career certificate at the end, and we enroll for both fall and spring semesters. It is a very competitive program. We only accept about 16 students per semester, um, and they have to apply. So applications for the spring semester open on September 15th, and then applications for our fall 2024 semester will open on March 1st. So we're very excited about what that program is doing and how they are growing, and we 
definitely encourage students who may be interested in that program to contact us. We would love to give a tour. We would love to have people to come and see what we do here. And North Central Electric Cooperative is really involved in that, correct? Yes, we love North Central and all the things that they do. Um, They are very supportive in our growth. They're very supportive in how we got started as well. And I know in, in having, you know, some of these other discussions along the way and knowing people that have gone through the program, you mentioned that 16 is the number, but there are 16 jobs readily waiting for these graduates of this program. And so, again, if you don't mind, how long does this take for someone to get through? So it starts 16 weeks. So we start programs in January that end about the first week of May, and then we'll start another program that starts in August and end about the first week of December. So it's about a 16-week. Now for the commercial truck driving. And I know, you know, uh, I've been on the, the Northwest campus in, in years past working there or wherever, and I know I've seen, you know, what's going on there. But now we're, we're discussing things in Batesville too, correct? Correct. We are definitely starting a new commercial truck driving program. This semester is our first official semester to have that program running in baseball, and we're so excited of the growth uh, for that program in both areas. We also have one that's in Olive Branch, so we didn't take away a program. We just added an additional one there at the baseball location. So does that mean there is that much interest and there's that much need that we needed to, to get yet another? Yes, yeah. I definitely think. Anybody who orders online or goes to the grocery store knows that it's a need for truck drivers. So the interest is definitely there. Uh, Applications for that one for the spring semester opened on September 15th as well. And already I have multiple applications for that program. I'm sorry. Is there a number, you know, we mentioned with utility linemen, the 16, is there a number as far as registration and what we can take? Right now we are, um, because it is a new program and we want to make sure that it's successful, so right now we are accepting eight students, but that may change depending on the demand and what we can accommodate. Got you. All right, now I know you were about to tell us about the program, so I'm sorry I interrupted. (laughs) That's okay. It's similar to the utility line work in length. It is a 16-week program as well where students will be able to receive that career certificate. We enroll in both fall and spring semesters. Um, at the end of that program, the students will be able to test for their CDL license. And that's something I forgot on the utility line worker. These students will also not only get a career certificate, but they will also sit and test for that CDL driver's license as well. That's right, because there's a little hands-on with everything there, so I, I get that. Uh, for the people, and, and again, you know, I've gotten you on, and now it's 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 over, right? We're we're, we're done. We've gotten the information uh, out to the people, but I, I'm sure we've piqued interest, and people need to know again how they can get in touch, whether it's with you or whether they can go maybe online and find some info. Yes, definitely. Our website, NorthwestMS.edu. Um, Under the Programs tab, we have career and technical programs listed, not just the commercial truck driving, not just utility line worker, but all of the programs that we offer here at Northwest. On those program pages, it has contact information for each individual, but you can always give me a call here in my office, um, 662-280-6127, or send me an email. That email address is tjones 
at northwestms.edu, and I will be more than happy to set up a phone call, a meeting, tour, whatever you need to get started with us. And that's the one thing when we had these conversations about these, even though, as you mentioned, there may be one in Olive Branch, there may be something in Sinatobia, there could be something in Batesville, the, the Coding Academy in Water Valley, whatever it might be, is mm-hmm. how all branches, you know, and, and whatever city it might be, work together and can answer questions for one another. We are a family, we are a team, and we work together to make it happen for our students. What a great first time uh, to be on the program. You did great. We got all the information out there. Or do we have anything else you need to mention before we're done? I think I'm, I think I'm done today. Excellent. Look forward to that second conversation with you. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. We'll come back and do more on the Bank First Ranger Hour next. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Bank First Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you, and you can join the conversation by texting to 662-426-1093. And we thank our guests, the alumnus of the year, Sterling Withers, joining us, talking about his experience, and then for Tiandria Jones, CTA career counselor, talking with us about some things going on at NWCC as well. Football is going on this afternoon for the Northwest Rangers. It is homecoming at Holmes Community College, and they're going to kick off at 3 this afternoon. So an afternoon game in Goodman, if you have plans on going, you're not going tonight, right? You'll be coming home early for that one. So the Northwest football team, Five and two overall, but three and one in the north half against five and two and three and two in the north half homes. So the winner of this one, especially since Northwest plays Northeast next week, uh, could put themselves in a really good shape of finishing second in the north and an opportunity at the playoffs again. So a big one for Coach Parker and the NWCC Ranger football team. 3 o'clock this afternoon at Goodman. And you have all kinds of ways that you can keep up and watch uh, or look at the live stats or or whatever you want uh, with the football game. So you can go to nwccrangers.com and this afternoon keep up with what's going on at at Holmes with a 3 o'clock kickoff for that game and there are you know ranger tv where you can go to end up nwccrangers.com slash watch it'll be on action news 5 plus whcqld8 and webuld22 some of those in the delta so you can do that raz branch stadium today three o'clock northwest and holmes rangers on the road and kicking it off at three this afternoon and then we have a lot of our sports starting to get into the playoffs. I mentioned that earlier, and we have the Region 23 Volleyball Tournament going on tomorrow in Poplarville at Pearl River. And Northwest will be taking on Itawamba. The Rangers are the two-seed in the Region 23 Tournament. They've won six straight matches. They take on the three-seed Itawamba tomorrow. That match, again, in Poplarville will be at 5 o'clock 
followed up by the top seed Pearl River and the four seed Northeast. And then the winners of the two matches will be on Saturday at 4 o'clock. Again, you can keep up with the Region 23 Volleyball Tournament at nwccrangers.com. And then Saturday afternoon in Cenotopia at 2 o'clock, there is the Region 23 soccer match between Northwest and Colin. So that is going on. Northwest with the share of the state with Jones and in now the Region 23 tournament taking on Colin. And so they will uh, face one another for the first time this season. Northwest 17-1, and one, but they did not play Colin during the regular season. And so they will, yes, they did. They took on, at that time, number 17 Colin uh, on the 17th and beat them 2-0. So they will take on Colin Saturday at 2. They played that regular season match in Wesson. And so Northwest and Colin in Cenotopia, part of the Region 23 soccer tournament that will be in Cenotopia, that match on Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Keep up with all of it. They do a great job at nwccrangers.com. You can keep up with football today, volleyball tomorrow, hopefully volleyball again on Saturday, soccer on Saturday, and good luck to all of those participating in those events. Enjoy your Thursday, my friends. So long.